We call him Dog Stats. This man is a treasure trove. We got Josh with us. He's over Dog Stats, and he's going to regale us with why you should care about metrics that are important to the dogs because this just in uh we might have a better defense question mark than last year we're going to ask josh next on locked on bulldogs you are locked on bulldogs your daily podcast on the georgia bulldogs part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Welcome back, everybody. This is Locked On Bulldogs, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am with Josh, who's over at Dog Stats on Twitter. Josh, how are you doing today, my man? I'm pretty fired up. Um, SEC media days are in the, this week. Uh, it just It's getting closer and closer uh, as we record this, 47 days away. Uh, it's there, man. We, it, it's, we, it it, there's going to be a little, there's going to be a little, and then, then it's go time. It's go time. That's exactly right. We bring him back because we got three things to talk about today. Uh, if you don't think you need to know about advanced stats, and when we say advanced stats, it doesn't mean you can't know them. It doesn't mean you need a one-on-one. It's actually be pretty simple. We're going to talk about statistics that matter because, again, points per game are fun, but actually when you start doing success rate on offense and points per game minus what you give up, it's really, really telling who the good teams are. And Josh lives and breathes this stuff. Uh, we're going to give him a chance to let you know where you can go get a lot of this material on Josh every single team in college football you did every conference power five. you did power, power, power five. five yes power five. thank you uh, power five is important to know but we're going to talk about the dogs defense and we're going to talk about the, st- the stats that matters most we're going to ask is this defense going to be better than last year's team Daniel and I believe so we think that it has a chance to be again like two years ago maybe not quite as good but very very close and then we're going to get projections on what that looked like maybe some key people on the dogs uh, a whole bunch of sec all team predictions power football focus came out our pro football focus came out with their list and, and we're going to kind of go through who josh sees and maybe some of those people so josh tell the people first what why why you care about statistics and some maybe meaningful stats that really really matter as it pertains to defense and college football well, a lot of people, it's the, re- the reception I get largely from stats is people love them. I mean, they're, they get them and some people like, will take shots, call me nerd. It's fine. I'm a nerd. I like them. I like to Bring look it. at the game. Some people can dig into the X's and O's and grind the tape and look at, you know, and watch. And I love watching the game. I love looking at, at whatever level I can, but my brain works mathematically and works as a stat. So this is just one more layer to the game. So um, one of the, a couple of things we talk about a lot. If you follow me on Twitter, if you've read my stuff or whatever, it's success rate and EPA and stuff. So EPA is just a, it's, there's two basic, those are the two basic stats that most of all the analytics things are based on. Now, some people will take those and model them and try to project. I don't really try to project from, you know, some people may, I believe gamble, I believe is a term that, that is that's, a, a, that's here. That's us. Yeah. 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 I, and I actually, that's another, I mean, in Vegas and the lines and spreads are yet, yet another number that I like to look at. So a lot of times when I'm looking at a game or looking at a conference or looking at a, a season, I like to, to, to use those as just another number. So uh, yeah, success rate is good, which you want a high number on offense and you want to allow a low number on defense. That's exactly right. And success rate is just simply this. Uh, for example, on first down, if you get five yards on first down or more, 
that's a successful play on first down. That's that's a good thing. You've you've won the down in that case, and the defense has lost the down. You have won the down. It's simple things like that. And you're right. This is stuff that Kirby loves. They do GPS tracking. They do miles per hour tracking. They care about this stuff. So if you don't care about it, just know that King Kirby cares about it, and the dogs care about it, and we care about it because this just in, it has proven effective on who wins games recently. It's a good indicator of that, Josh. Absolutely. And I mean, obviously, the more you can dig into it, the more you can like adjust for opponents. You can do all kinds of th- things with numbers. Uh, but th- yes, I- honestly, that's a, a perfect, you nailed the explanation of success rate. Honestly, it's what you might call on schedule on offense or ahead of the chains, behind the chains, whatever you want to say. It's just a number to talk about what we always talk about in football. So it's just, that's, that's just a, a binary formula for on schedule. Yeah, coach speak is ahead of the change, behind the change. Dog stats over here, Josh, has given it down to a metric. And by the way, anything we talk about on analytics and data and stats and things like that, we're stealing from Josh, just so you guys know. Go over, get I have, I've stolen it from people smarter than me. Yes. I'm here to just share them with you, and you guys are kind enough to help me share them with everybody. Else. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's, let's get into a little bit on this defense. As you give us the big overview of where the dogs rank statistically maybe even compare it to last year where they were give some numbers as some important things and maybe give us a a, a quick little taste because we're going back in the second segment maybe break down what this defense might do this year uh, but give us a quick little taste of what we were last year and maybe a big overview of where you see us going this year and then second segment we'll get down to the details of it well, you don't win national championships without defense and while georgia's defense was nothing short of a elite but they were, they took a slight step back from 2021 where they were absolutely possibly one of the arguably, certainly one of the best defenses in the college football era, possibly up there with 2016 or some of those Bama squads, but they were elite. They were really, really, really good in 2022. Um, And one of the, you know, before we, you know, success rates are great, which they were 35 or 37% in 2022 and 35% in 2021. That's a number, but they allowed 4.8 yards per play uh, defensively in 2022, and they were like 4.3 in 2021. So, and I thought they would be. I knew that they were going to regress from that all-time defense in 2021. Yep. I, I, I was my prediction was a 4.5 yards per play. They were a little worse than that, and they got beat up. Obviously, in the um, the stats got beat up in the uh, the two games before the national championship between Ellis with LSU and Ohio State. And that's what's going to happen. You play good offenses, you're going to give up yards. You're going to give up. You're not. It's not the same quality. Uh, you know, you can't expect that stifling defense that you might see in a, in a South Carolina uh, home game where everybody's thinking you're going to get the big upset there at home in Columbia. But they allowed 35 percent success rate in that game. Sorry, I digress. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. You don't. That's exactly what we're talking about. The <laughs> success rate was so good. The yards per play so good. And and what this means, what this indicates is those yards you just gave 4.5, 4.7, things like that success rate, 35 percent, 37 percent. Those are indications of national championship level level defenses. And if you look back at the history, again, maybe it's a good observational tool. Teams don't win the national championship without statistics like this. It just doesn't happen. Alabama's there. Maybe there's some outliers here and there, but it is a great indication. So don't digress. You you nailed it on that, Josh. And, and let me just say, you know, everyone just saw what the, you know, two quarterbacks, CJ Stroud, Caleb Williams, and how elite those offenses were. The difference between those two teams was the defense. Everyone was, you know, Marvin Harrison Jr., Ikenuba, all those guys were great. But what they didn't, uh, their 
Ohio State's defense was good. They were sub 40% success rate allowed. And that's the difference between uh, winning your conference. Uh, sorry, pardon me, Ohio State. You did not win your conference. <laughs> you didn't. But you made the playoff. Uh, yes. But, you know, and we all saw what happened in the conference championship game with USC. So that's just, I mean, it's you You need to look at both, both sides of the ball in Georgia. And everyone does look at both sides of the ball with Georgia. But, I mean, Ohio State's defense was really, really good last year. Yeah. Yet, yet more testament to how good the UGA offense was last year. That's exactly right. We're going to come back after this, and I'm going to ask Josh exactly what makes this year's defense stand out or maybe some indications that will do this. But first, this. Josh hinted, and we are gamblers because we like FanDuel. FanDuel.com slash LockedOn is a place you need to go. It's the official sports book of Locked On Podcast. It's the official sports book of Georgia Football Podcast and Locked On Bulldogs here. We love FanDuel. It is safe. It is reliable. It is quick. It is convenient. And right now, all of our listeners can go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's $200 in bonus bets right to you. And trust me, you're going to want to do this. Take these stats that Josh is going to give us and understand how how this can help you succeed. Success rates are important. And if you get a team that is bad on offense and a team that's really good on defense, it's going to be a close game. It's going to be a tight game. They're going to keep down. We got point totals. We got uh, team win totals. We got line spreads. All of this goes into it. Daniel and I, my co-host, we are absolutely all in on this. We are digesting this stuff because we have a huge bet coming up that we're going to preview all of this. And right now, go over to FanDuel.com slash locked on, and you're going to get safe, reliable. Payouts are quick. Payouts are easy. The official sports book. We love it. You should love it too. FanDuel.com slash locked on for up to $200 in bonus bets for the first time listener. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Josh, let's get into it. When we talk about this defense coming up, you intimated a little bit that, again, the historic defense two years ago, last year took a little regression, not much, a little bit step back. There were sometimes, again, those two games that were absolute slobber knockers back and forth, and then the uh, suffocating defense returned against TCU. But let's talk about this defense. As you look at this year's group, what makes this defense potentially better? Do you see any gains? Do you see anything the numbers suggest to you that we're going to keep ascending in suffocating defense for Kirby Smart and the Bulldogs? Well, I think on top of what the, the, the unit does um, as a group, success rate, EPA, explosives, all that, what they do as a group, you can look at individually. And uh, I mean, I look at and use PFF. It's subjective. They've got you know, people grading what's good, what's bad, what's elite, what's not. Uh, Georgia has four guys on the defensive front and three guys in the defensive backfield that uh, had 100 plus snaps and had a PFF grade of 70 plus, which is 70 plus is sort of the like elite, uh, not elite, I'm sorry, power five starting very good. And then above 80, 80 PFF grade is elite. And we had um, all, we had five, seven total guys on defense with experience mm-hmm. and a high quality subjective grade PFF. Uh, the, you know, JDJ, you know the names, Stackhouse, Michael Williams, Brinson, Tyke Smith, who is a guy yes. who's a veteran in the backfield, uh, defensive backfield, who is often forgotten. He came over a couple years ago, was banged up his first year. Um, he was limited, but he still. You know, you don't think of Tyke Smith as one of the key contributors. He had 250 snaps last year and a PFF grade of 71, uh, four pressures and a pass breakup. So, and that guy has been around ball a lot. I expect him might be sort of like not Christopher Smith level production, but he could be that guy that's just there, you know, hitting hitting guys, 
making plays, breaking up balls, picking up fumbles, all those things. Um, and then you got Javon Bullard, who is one of the stars, up, up and coming stars defensively for Georgia and the SEC. Yes, those, those names. Keep those two names. We're going to go to the other names really quick, but those two names. Bullard, I anticipate being a first-round draft selection. I am bullish on him. I don't care. Come at me, people. This guy balls out. He is a special, and we use hybrid. We used to use that before when we couldn't put a position on a player, and Javon Bullard is the ability to come down to the box, hit you, smash mouth football, but also cover back in the secondary, uh, and absolutely is going to be integral. And yeah, Tyke Smith, let's not forget, he is healthy. Uh, for all accounts, we haven't heard a, a, a whisper of injury from him when he came over he was battling a very deep secondary he is an all-american before at west virginia coming into this now being coached in kirby smart secondary and having a pff grade of that 71 layman's terms it's you can take this guy put him on another team and likely he starts for whatever team you put him on let's just simplify it down as that 80 is your all-american and georgia has a number of guys on defense that it doesn't matter where they go not just SEC, nationally. They're starting on these other teams. We have a number of Michael Williams, we anticipate blowing up this year, guys. I, I am I am on the hype train. Get ready. David Pollock type season coming for Michael Williams. We we just couldn't be higher on him, as well as Bullard, as well as Tyke Smith. And you got Malachi Starks, who's in the backfield as well. And, and he's one of those guys that rates out that way. So when you're talking rating, that again is just I've done it over a longer period of time. And we return all those guys from last year's defense. Uh, you got Stackhouse, like you mentioned, uh, which I, I, again, anticipate big things from here. And gosh, Dumas Johnson, uh, watch out. Again, talk about first round draft grade coming in. Watch out NFL uh, combine. Yeah, I'm looking at my little page here and the secondary has bringing back 3,000 snaps on defense and 3,700 in the front seven. Um, and that, I mean, that's just, you know, you, you mentioned Malachi Starks. I mean, he had just a, a 840 snaps, 67 PFF grade, 52 tackles. I mean, it's five, a freshman. Pat, yeah, as a freshman. Yeah, I mean, he was just, yeah. And so, um, and then, hey, down here, don't forget old Dan Jackson, who was banged up. He got 100 snaps, and he graded out at an 80 in those 100 snaps. So um, I, I didn't count him in my little highlighted schedule thing. But, yep. yeah, don't forget Dan Jackson. And like, uh, talk about a heart and soul of a defense. I mean, yes. he's, he's probably part of that for sure. He is Lassiter as well on the corner, who uh, many, many, many scouts are already first round grade on him as well. So it looks like Brock Bowers on the offensive side of then Bullard, Lassiter, but don't forget these other guys, uh, JDJ, uh, and then Smile Mondin as well. And these guys are just going to continue to excel. The stat number or the snap stat number is incredible. When you bring back that level of continuity from a defense that was already great, and you're only going to get better with that, with coaching, with experience. Again, Malachi Starks is a perfect example freshman starting but already has that number it's quite impressive uh we're gonna come back after this i'm gonna ask josh what his predictions maybe even this stat that we keep on talking about uh yards per play given up or success rate where he sees the bulldogs landing uh, but first these Josh, we are back. Uh, we're back with the 199. If you're not part of the 199, congratulations. The loyal third segment listeners are part of the 199. You're here with us. Um, get over to bonfire.com slash store slash the 199 and get this shirt. Here comes the death march, which is another way of saying when Kirby gets the lead, he has a success rate on rushing the ball that just squeezes that game down, takes that time off the clock. And it's it's just a 14 play drive uh, with running off tackle the whole way through success rate of five, six yards per carry. 
put it in these terms like that. Uh, Josh, when you look at projections for this coming year, what do you anticipate for the Bulldogs? Uh, you said last year you were a little off. They, they, they took a little bit of step back on the yards per play. What do you anticipate this group doing with that? And are there other key projection stats that should indicate that we're going to have a stellar defense? Well, we mentioned, yeah, that they yards yardage wise, they gave they gave but some back 4.8, 4.9, somewhere in there, depending on where you round. Um, but their defensive success rate was still mid 30s, which is elite. That's top four, top three, you know, um, right there. So they they held on that. And that means that seven out of 10 plays on whether you're throwing the ball or passing the ball are uh, not are unsuccessful. You're not getting the yards you need to stay on, on schedule. Um, and that's demoralizing uh, for, for an offense. I ex- expect that to stay under the four. I mean, if they regress to 39%, which is still really, really good, which is borderline college football playoff, I would be shocked. So I still think they're going to be in that 35, 36% success rate, but I expect their explosiveness allowed to go down. I don't expect to mm-hmm. see as many big plays, um, and I think the and the explosiveness really is about when you give up those successful plays, how successful are they? Are they big chunk plays or are they, okay, yeah, you gain six yards, you know, when uh, six yards on first and 10, and that's not a backbreaking play. So you avoid those. That's what explosiveness is. Um, and Georgia was elite there. Um, allowing, I mean, I'm not going to throw the numbers out there, but you can look, you know, I think you're going to allow me to talk about my preview yes, guide. Sir. You'll see it's all color coded right there. They're in the deep blue, which is that's deep blue, not SEC. That's deep blue, all FBS. So they were deep blue. Good. Um, and those the, when they gave up successful plays, they were not damaging. I mean, that just just goes to show you can see all the, the scoring numbers that Georgia's allowed and, to, you know, like something like 10, you know, rushing uh, TDs in the last two years. Uh, yeah. So I expect them to pick up right where they left off. Possibly. I expect them to be better statistically. I don't know if you, you know, you can't be better than Georgia last year. We won all the games. So um, I I don't really care if they gave up 4.8 or 4.5. I don't care. We win the games. You play to win the games. Um, Yes. So I expect them to be, you know, better. I mean, honestly, better. I'm not expecting like, you know, 2021. I'm not, if they're as good as 2022, I'd be happy with that. So yes, I, I think they're going to be a better team. Defensively, I do. Yes, uh, statistically and scoring wise, all all about it. So here, here, let me let me try to help the listeners with this. If you have a success rate that the Georgia defense did last year and it continues, that means two out of three possessions are ending in a punt. That means you're behind the chains. Two out of three possessions are a punt, and then that third possession is still iffy. And yes, the explosiveness. Sure, you give up six yards on first down. That's not explosive. You have a success rate giving up twenty yards on first down is an explosive success rate okay now you're saying that not only does georgia not have a lot of uh, letting a lot of offensive have success but when they do have success it's not even that explosive meaning two out of three are punts or or, or something else or you have to go go for it on fourth down and they are long drawn out drives meaning the more plays the offensive tries the more success we have and the more chances we get the ball back that's what it means. And if we're doing that like we did last year, you're right. Um, we're, I'm not going to give – I'm, I'm going to give Josh the opportunity and time to give you the preview. You can go get this, dog fans. You can go buy it. I encourage you, please go get this. Have it on. And the offensive side. The offensive side, we might be talking about wide receivers. Oh, boy. Ooh, we getting a whole lot coming in and continuing to do so. Now the defense could be either as good or better. 
and the offense I think is going to be as good or better as well. We're talking huge success. So Josh, tell the people where they can go find this, where they can interact with you, where they can buy this preview and look at all of these statistics that we are giving them right now. Where can they go find that? Uh, dogstats.com. Me and Chris Marler spent uh, the last couple months putting this together. Um, and it's just basically all the stats that I tracked over the last few years, put it in organized, tried to, um, it's got the player level stuff and it's got the conference level stuff. It's got some national stuff. It's got all these numbers. It's got definitions of them. So, um, if you, if you're into it, check it out at the very least, you're going to know the players, what they did, uh, PFF grade wise, what they did snap count wise. And then it's also got all these analytics stuff in there. And, um, and I think if you're, if you, it's it's really kind of goes hand in hand with what you guys are doing with all your interviews with the the uh, locked on folks that are coming on talking about the teams that cover goes in with you know the Phil steals and all this stuff it's just i think really it's not even competition with us because it goes right in there with all of that stuff that you guys are talking about in fact one of my favorite things to do is i check my work against what you do when you bring on your guys from south carolina and kentucky Love so it. far and i just say okay oh that guy's there oh i got him and as you hear them talk about him you can go and look at these 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 stats and what the what the units did um offensively and defensively from an analytics standpoint so dogstats.com it's eight bucks Check it out. I appreciate it if you did. Well worth your time. Dogstats.com. Get over there. Get this preview. Download it. You're going to get all these statistics, and you can impress all of your friends, all your casuals that are out there. Go ahead and give them the success rate if you can go ahead and do that, and then explain it to them, and you're the life of the party all of a sudden. I swear, it's not so nerdy and dorky. Again, Daniel and I will be talking about this, and with Josh's permission, when things happen, we will say, hey, remember when Josh said that we had this? Look at this. Look at this player. Look at Bullard. Look at It's there yeah. for you. Go get it now folk we're not lying we're not joking yeah and it's definitely creeping into the broadcast world certainly in the gambling world you'll hear these numbers epa success rate but bud elliott talks about it so hey check it out it, i think we do a good job explaining it and it's just one more thing like you say would be the life of the party has been you know success rates analytics definitely the life of the party certainly the 11 11 uh tailgate at um <laughs> street in jacksonville will be the we'll be talking about it there Yes, exactly. Uh, it's it's like saying Matt Olson has a low batting average, but all the balls he hits are doubles, home runs, and RBIs. That's yeah. kind of what it's like. So let's not just do the oh his his batting average isn't three hundred. I don't care. He he gets all the runs in. That's all I care about. Yep. And that's what we're talking about here. Uh, he is Josh over at Dog Stats. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being part of Locked On Bulldogs, your team every day. We'll be back tomorrow where I'm going to ask Josh maybe some surprise team in the SEC. He's done this for every Power 5 team over with Chris Marler. Uh, and they are going to break down. He's going to break down for us. Maybe some surprise team in the SEC that we should be looking for. Uh, we will see you all tomorrow. Do I have to change shirts? <laughs>